And welcome to Sister Sage Roadside Herb Service. My name is Mark Fendel, and this is Jane Simmons. Hello. And Jane is the owner of SisterSageHerbs.com. We're a small medicinal herb farm, and we make tinctures and balms. We sell at Pike Place Market and online, so visit us. Mm -hmm. Check us out. Today we are talking about a very old world plant um, used in many continents, then brought over to North America later on, but this plant has been used medicinally for ever and ever. Mm -hmm. um, and it's pretty easy to find for us. Just walk out the front door. Well, <laughs> that's because it was one of the first plants I grew. <laughs> well, it is prolific, it huh? It has done well. Um, anyway, we I are... Didn't I dug up the other ten of those that I planted? <laughs> I didn't know that Whoa. <laughs> they would spread as much. Right. We are talking about the California mugwort. Or just mugwort, mm -hmm. <laughs> actually. And, Artemisia uh, bulgaris. So yeah, tell me about it. Well, it um, has very um, dark green uh, leaves on the top, and or not very dark, but dark darker leaves on the top and white kind of fuzzy leaves underneath. Mm-hmm. They're kind of woolly. Mm-hmm. And, and toothy kind of leaves. Toothy, yes. That's mm -hmm. kind of what I was trying to get at. Mm -hmm. it's not serrated, but deeply lobed. Mm -hmm. And um, it can get uh, about eight feet tall once it's in flower. I try to cut it back to keep it from going too much to flower, but some of the uses are actually for the flower as well. Like... Um, Moxa, the Chinese uh, herb that they put on your uh, pins and um, create the smoke. That's made from a type of mugwort. And uh, it got its nickname, uh, mugwort, from being used as a fermented beverage before they found hops. They would use mugwort. And I've seen, it says that they use the fresh leaves, but, and, and flowers, but I did, I do notice as it gets drier, it gets really strong in flavor, but, um, mm. it definitely, uh, is a, increases circulation and, uh, then there's a whole bunch of like magic and, and kind of superstitious um, things around it. Oh yes, you know, sleep so and dreams. Dreams. It says like um, it's kind of like a witch's herb because it helps you fly in your dreams. Mm -hmm. um, and well, the witches, the women herbalists, uh, were usually the, the women were usually the ones making beer. And usually, because what do you you have to have boiled water in order to have healthy people? 
mm -hmm. in that kind of environment where people are just crammed together in the, you know, in Europe and all the, all the rivers are probably kind of dirty even and the creeks and everything are just coming right off. Who well, knows who knows, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of scenarios, however, well, boiling yes, water. The boiling water. Um, creates, you know, a safer environment. So normally what they would do is boil water with herbs so it would taste different and then ferment that. And so the broom outside of um, their doorstep would be turned up with the bristles up and the herb that they were using would be stuck into the bristles so that that's like the advertisement of what kind of beer they had. I see. <laughs> wow. Isn't that cool? So it was like the first, like, advertisement, like, what do you call it? A hanging advertisement. Right. <laughs> wow. This is what we got. And then that was kind of like the witches on brooms, kind of, it just sort of evolved from there, I think, or devolved from there. <laughs> right. With herbalism. Right. But, um, yeah, so deeply associated with um, preventing like the evil eye and uh, supposedly if you put it in your shoe the snake doesn't bite you on the trail um, that kind of thing gives you energy um, it's definitely if you live in Seattle and you're a woman you've probably been and if you haven't you should uh, to the Olympus Spa the Naked Lady Spa, Korean Spa, they use mugwort all over the place. So that place, it smells really sweet when you walk walk in. Mm. You can smell all the the mugworts in the um, steam room, in the hot sauna room. All they have a, just all kinds of a whole box of all these herbs that are just in the dry room, like just emitting their loveliness. And then they have a tray of water that's been um, infused. They just—it's just a hot water spigot in a water tub, and they may—you dip in your bucket, your nice bucket, and then put it over your head to kind of cleanse you before or after you get in out of the pools. Nice. It's really nice. Yeah. So, um, very, very good for, um, bitters mm -hmm. to be drank, um, and menopausal kind of, uh, symptoms, I guess. Mm -hmm. I didn't read about it in the books, but... Which one? Um... The bitters? No, just about mugwort and baths. Mm, yeah, I know. But, but... that's what they do at the Korean women's spa, yeah. so... And this is another plant that um, is very easy to grow, <laughs> and it spreads slowly over time. So we've had this plant for about 20 years, and it was next to the plant, next to the rose plant, and now the rose plant is in the middle of the mugwort patch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. But they seem to be coexisting pretty well. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So the leaves would make a really nice, um, like a potpourri additive because mm -hmm. they do emit a nice smell. But some people can get a little bit um, 
choke, you know, a little bit scratchy throat from the dust. Mm. Because that downy leaf mm. kind of gets in the air. Mm. Yeah. I remember meeting these best year university students who their whole business was going to be moxa. So they grew the they grew the mugwort, mm-hmm. dried it out, and then they had these giant grinders that they did by hand. Whoa. Because it won't really go through the screens very well. It doesn't break down very well, you know. Mm. And they didn't have like a chafe cutter, you know, so they could just like Boy, you cut need it really quick. For that. Yeah. And I was like, you guys are do this without a respirator or do you do it with a respirator? Just we just do it outside. So they figured out a way to do it. And then um, usually for Chinese medicine, Mm -hmm. it is the tops with the seeds in it because they actually do pop for some reason. Mm. And they roll them into kind of like a cigar and then they chop off or like a cigarette, a little bit bigger than a cigarette. Then they cut off little pieces and then they light it on fire. They Mm -hmm. put it on the pin Mm -hmm. and then light the needle that's in you. Mm-hmm. They light it on fire, and they wait for it to smoke, and it brings the heat to the area where the needle right. is inserted. Right. And then they put a cup, a glass cup, on top of that, and it suctions and brings all the pressure. And it actually creates a bruise, but it's for very deep uh, tissue healing. Wow. So it's really intense. And then they pull the, you know, they let it burn there and then they pull off the cups after about I don't know 10 minutes I don't know how long right mm-hmm. crazy wow yeah so but you could use it as an incense you if you smudge your room before mm-hmm. you go to bed you know you might find some flying activity in your in your dreams in your dreams Heard of putting it under your pillow too yep a lot of people make just a little a little pillow buddy. <laughs> mugwort. Yeah. Pillow bundle. A little mugwort teddy bear. That would be pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But super bitter, so you don't need much for sure. Um, I, you can just do a very light, um, you know, quick infusion of it dried or fresh mm-hmm. the fresh is going to be stronger for sure I mean the uh, dried is going to be stronger flavor for sure more bitter mm-hmm. but um, yeah that's about all I know about my boy yeah Artemisia um, I did want to mention that you know it's it's um, travel. It traveled over here, I'm not sure when, but but the early, it shows up in all kinds of um, European and Asian medicine, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I, I was wondering if there is a Chinese variety. Oh, yes. That's different. Several, I think. Yeah. Um, um, but they talk about, in Chinese medicine... At least in, in uh, this book, I'm looking at Matthew Woods, you know, Earthwise Herbal. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about uh, the Chinese using a, a you know, as uh, 
the moxa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. And and then he was talking about this was really interesting. This Australian herbalist Dorothy Hall mm-hmm. um, had developed an interesting uh, profile of the of the plant and used it with um, all kinds of different things, including speech disorders and dyslexia. Hmm. Um, um, yeah, people with all kinds of problems, um, speech problems. Hmm. Um, they drank it? Apparently so. Wow. Um, Interesting. And other psychological problems. Anyway, that, hmm. that might be something to kind of like... Um, investigate a little bit. Sure. Check out the Earthwise um, Herbal by Matthew Wood. Yeah. I There's a lot to learn here, I think. <laughs> Especially from, you know, it just seems like the European, there's a lot of European uh, knowledge. Yes. About uh, these medicinal plants. Um, so yeah, let's keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Should we end it there? Yeah. All right, folks. Hey, thank you so much for checking out our tiny podcast, and um, we're just having fun. Thanks talking for ab- pulling over on the side of the road. <laughs> we'll be there in about five minutes. <laughs> hey, come to sistersageherbs.com and. Uh, We'll see you on the next podcast. Cheers, folks. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye.